let's just call it what it is. This is somebody that you would not expect when you look at her experiences, what she looks like, her age, to say, I have autism. Right. So it's really good for just that space, that arena. So somebody like this, you know, who successfully runs a great Instagram account, and like I said, it's been on TV. There's nothing like having an argument at uh, seven in the morning about how old is too old to get diagnosed with autism? <laughs> we're having we're having a debate first thing in the morning. I I just this just popped up Debbie uh, Demi Burnett. Do you know her? I do not. From the Bachelor, yeah, Bachelor, Demi Burnett. She was on with um, Colton Underwood. Do you remember him? I heard of him. Colton. Yeah. yeah. This was 2019. This is uh, recent. Oh wow. Yeah, and then she came back for season six and seven of Bachelor in Paradise. I stopped watching The Bachelor. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I never got into that stuff. Well, anyway, so she's 26, but she, she here's the, this is on page6.com, okay? The, the lead sentence is, Demi Burnett has been diagnosed with autism and is asking fans to be open-minded. So I asked Melissa, I said, I don't think, how, I didn't know you could get diagnosed at 26 years old. So, but then she went on to say, this is in the story, I did a psychological evaluation and I'm autistic. She goes, there's a huge stigma when it comes to autism. I encourage you to be open-minded and accepting. So she did do an evaluation. She said she was diagnosed. She is 26 years old. Yes. So, <laughs> I, and I'm hearing more and more about older people going and getting diagnosis. But for a while, I mean, at least we were told that you had to get this, you know, by a certain age or you lose access to, I guess, some of the therapies and stuff. Well, so the therapies that Cal gets, he can have until he's 21 years old. So I think that you have to be diagnosed by a certain age in order to get these therapies through insurance, you know? Yeah. And to be able to get disability later on. I think if you just go and say, I think I'm autistic at an, an older age... They're just telling you, okay, yes, you have the characteristics of this and you are autistic, but it's too late for therapies and stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. That's what I think. We should um, we should invite her on the podcast. Okay. And see if she can, um, we'll find her on Instagram because she did this, uh, oh, of course, she did the reveal on Instagram. So we should uh, we should invite her on and see uh, and see all about it. Because it is, I do feel like a lot of people are confused by that. You know, like, Okay, I mean, this is she's 26, so an adult. I guess, I mean, you could say, I mean, she's obviously high-functioning. Yes. Right? You know, I mean, she's able to be on a TV show and, you know, do interviews and everything like that. Right. But if you are like, I don't know, seven or eight years old, you know, your your child, and you're like, ah, something's just not, you know, I mean, I wonder if you're like, uh, maybe it's too late, so I just have to, you know, but I wonder, there's still things you can do at seven, eight years old. Yeah, I think I think you can still be diagnosed. I mean, okay. I think they say they start diagnosing at like ages two or three. Okay. You know. Yeah. But then, I think as far as like insurance goes and therapies, that's why they like to do it early on. Yeah, but there is a lot of confusion in the in the world about it. Yeah, there you is. You know what I mean? And it's as you know, we always say with autism, it is such a like an ever changing. I mean, every morning you get up, there's new headlines. There's, and I'll tell you something else too that's interesting. There's also there are people in, 
you know, I mean, I, I don't know that I'd call her a celebrity. She's certainly of celebrity culture right. that are coming out and saying, hey, I've had issues and I went and finally got evaluated. Thank you for being open minded. Thank you for you know what I mean? Like, so it's it's kind of interesting um, that this is happening more and more and more. Yeah, you're just hearing about it more. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's listen, she I mean, just looking at the, her picture and, and, and reading the article. Let's just call it what it is. This is somebody that you would not expect when you look at her experiences, what she looks like, her age, to say, I have autism. Right. So it's really good for just that space, that arena. So somebody like this, you know, who successfully runs a great Instagram account, and like I said, has been on TV, probably has a blog and a podcast, because that's what all these reality people do once they leave. Right. Um, but for her to come out and say, I went through an evaluation, I knew something was off or, or, or different or whatever you want to say. So it's pretty cool that that can be incorporated, the celebrity culture, into into this. Yeah, and obviously she's high functioning, but even to come out and say that is brave, you know? Yeah, yeah. So good for her. We're going to invite her on the podcast. Okay. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. She might come on. It's good. She might come on and say, yeah, here's, here's my story. Here's how I did it. Here's the... What the diagnosis entails when you're, you know, in your mid twenties, and um, and this is what I'm just saying. I think all this stuff, you know, I don't know the facts, um, but yes, the therapies he have, he, he can have until he's 21, and that is a fact through insurance. Um, what happens they, after 21 if he still needs therapy? You have to pay for private. Okay. It's out of pocket. Okay. Yeah. So I think I mean she's high functioning, so she's probably not getting therapies. Um, but then also even getting therapies later on is a lot harder, you know, like that's why I always say early intervention. I, f I feel like that might change um, as the as the world goes on, like maybe 21 will be kicked back to a later an older age. Well, this is all I mean, this like autism is like kind of new, like even doctors don't know what to do. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, yeah, every, it could keep changing. Well, because it's just I mean, you know, I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here. It's like. Hey, you're 21. Your autism went away. Everything's fine. You know what I mean? It's exactly. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> you know, I, I actually have heard people say before that you at th that age, because your life group is then you're in a life group with older people. You may need even more therapies to cope with what that life group is doing. Think about what that life group is doing at 21. These people are getting out of college, they're their first careers. They're drinking in bars. You know what I mean? Like you really need to understand life because your, your your group of people that you would be in the same age with are, are that's a really that's a crazy time in their life they're really starting to get like like freedom and experience and everything yeah yeah i can't imagine him drinking one day i say him as in cal yeah well that's that's him that's <laughs> that's <laughs> who he is uh yeah I, I i can't even go there I, i'm the driving thing is like that's well that doesn't always happen yeah. you know like some kids get licenses and then they don't use them. Don't, Other kids never get behind the wheel. Yeah. It just, I mean, gosh, you want to stay hopeful, of course. Right. But some things are just so hard to, uh, to imagine. I know. He's just realized <laughs> that we're doing this podcast and he he's staring at us now. He's in his high chair in, in our room and. He hi. thinks it's weird that we have microphones. And we're, hi, Cal. We're talking. Somebody needs to pick up his iPad for him. He, um, hey, he, he dropped it. He, Can you help your brother, please? But I think he's just realized the microphones. <laughs> and so he's like staring at us. He's really amazed. Hi, Cal. Hi. He's like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, all the kids were arguing this morning, so I had to bring them in here. Yeah. Well, they're arguing about football already. And who's better? Can you believe it? Uh, it? Can you believe it? Years of this. They get up this morning, and who's better at football? And, of I course, know. they're all picking themselves. And eh. then they're arguing about, you know, this and that. Austin, please just give it to him. Please. Okay. Sometimes she's just, ugh. Thank you, Austin. He needs. He wants a show that he likes. <laughs> Maybe I should move him to the kitchen. Yeah, sports in our house with the kids has just overtaken some mornings. The constant arguing. It's just crazy. I know. And I start getting upset with them because well, <laughs> they won't stop. Well, and I tell them, too. I'm like, guys, I was like, you know, your brother is watching and he's listening. Like, he, you know, probably doesn't want all the tension that you guys are having right now. I about know. who's better at sports. Well, and we don't raise our voice to Cal, but he hears us raise our voice to them, or yeah. they're raising the, their voice to each other, and it's upsetting. You know, he doesn't understand. Yeah, and just ridiculous. I mean, these arguments are about <laughs> sports are really ridiculous. I Honestly, that's their own podcast. They should really just record that. Like, <laughs> their <laughs> arguments about, and the podcast can be called I'm Better. And they're all just going <laughs> to talk about how they're better at sports than the other. Well, the most ridiculous thing is is when Austin tells Trey that she's better at baseball and she's never played baseball. I know. And Trey's actually good at baseball. <laughs> I know. But then Trey goes, Austin, I'm so much better than you at football. I know. It's and ridiculous. It's just, gosh, it just, it's a never-ending cycle. It goes on and on and on. Anyways, yesterday was Monday and I won. We got to go out for a couple hours. <laughs> it was a new week. Oh, yeah. she Her theory on, you know, date night once or twice a week, get out of the house, um, try to just, you know, soak it all in. And she's like, it's Monday. It's a new week. So we're going out. It never happens back to back. But the kids had off school yesterday. Oh, it was so, yeah. and the weather's just like the weather's just calling your name to go sit by the water. I mean, it's just it's just sucking you in. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, we went to Seabreeze right on the water. It was so nice. So we meet these people. It's so funny. Um, you know, we talk about it all the time with just autism, and it just seems like you know more and more people are are talking about it, willing to talk about it, wanting to talk about it. I mean, even that woman we just talked about, you know, coming out um, and saying that she's dealing with it. So we meet this couple, super great couple, just like really nice people, very nice, and. Um, it turns out they have a friend who, th- another couple who are really active in the autism space. They do right. a lot of work um, for the autism space and, and, and charity. And I mean, it's like, so we wound up talking to these people randomly, just sitting next to them. Um, that's just the universe, just putting people in these seats, right? I know. And, 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 ju- and this was like the second time in a couple of days where we've run into people who are involved in the space, active in the space, affected by the space. I mean, it's really incredible. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And they own a restaurant um, in St. Pete. Dodo's. Dodo's. Uh, it's a diner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's breakfast and lunch. Yeah. Yeah. They're open. They're open till 2.30. They're from 6 a.m. to 2.30 every day. We've never been. Um, but it's like right between St. Pete and Madeira Beach. Yeah. Bay Pines area. Dodo's. But it's so it's D-O-E. D-O-E. Dodos. Yes. yes. Um, I think he said they've been there for 35 years-ish, something like that. I'll probably have you go and take just a couple of the kids. I'll stay home with Cal. Yeah, no, I want to go support them and, um, you know, check in on Facebook. And so just super, super great people. But I got to tell you, we've lived here five years. We're very social. Our kids love to go out. We like to get them out as much as we can, um, you know, and, and a big fans of obviously... Um, you know, the mom and pops 
oh, uh, yeah. of the worlds, you know, mom and pop places. Um, love to support them uh, and their workers and everything. We've never heard of it. I've seen it. I have seen it. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. not like we hear it talked no. about. We haven't been, which right. is very surprising. Yeah. Um. So it was really cool to meet them. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go and check it out. Yeah, Bay Pine. So it's right by. There is a spot we go to. Um. God, what oh, Harbor the, Master Tiki? Harbor Master Tiki Bar is this hidden little gem, and it's crazy. You have to drive through this like trailer park to get there. And like you're driving through, we've taken people there before, and they're like, "Well, where are we going?" And I'm yeah. like, "Oh, trust me." And then you come out at the end, and it's like this little canal. It looks like a place where like Kenny Chesney would film a video. Yeah, it's you, really cool. You know what I mean? And it is hidden. Oh yeah, it's hidden. It's but it's legit tiki bar on a canal. Yeah. And it's on a marina. Like the people will dock their boats. Like they bring their boats up. They'll lift these boats up. They'll put the the boats on a forklift. They'll go and they'll stack them right. in the marina. You know, it's just like. Um, I literally, like, you sit there, and I'm like, I feel like we could be in a Kenny Chesney video right now. Like, it's so cool sitting back there. So this is right by there, Dodo's. So they're on Facebook. I just um, I just like their page, but it's Dodo's Diner, Bay Pine. So uh, if you're in the area, check them out. Great people. Uh, and if you're across the nation or the world listening, hopefully one day you'll get to Florida and check out Dodo's. Yeah. So. Super nice people, though, and it is crazy how the universe works, you know? Yeah, it's just that they have really good friends who are associated, you know, with, with, with doing work in the in, uh, the autistic space uh, and for people with autism and people affected by autism. It's just like, what a, what just a crazy... It's just the more you go out and talk about it, and, you know, it's... And I don't, you know, a couple of years... Even after Cal got his diagnosis, I we were not out... We were not vocal about it. We didn't really know what to do or what to say. We felt very strange. Um, no, I just became more and more vocal on Facebook talking about it because it made me feel better yeah. to talk about it. You know, I didn't want to like keep it in. But there's so many people probably that feel like they don't want to talk about it because people don't know about it and they feel weird. And, you know, I, I always tell you when we're here doing this, I think about that family right now who just had a baby like six months ago. And, you know. They're up right now. They're they're getting ready for work, right? They're making coffee. They're getting dressed, thinking about the week ahead of them, and their baby's in the crib, you know, and they're like, oh, did you see the baby? He's so cute. He's wicked, this and that. And so many of those people in the next six to 12 months are going to start going through this process. And, and it it it's not a bad thing, right? Like, it's not a bad thing, but it has those moments in the beginning where you're like, I just don't want to be here anymore. Like, I want to hit the eject button. You know what I mean? I, eh. This is not what I... No, I don't want to go through this. You know what I mean? Appointments, evaluations, paperwork, the whole thing. And then stigma. You know, you're worried about what other people might think. Um, your family, your friends. You know what I mean? And so I think about those people, and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe maybe if a couple of them, you know, know that it's okay to talk about it, to to, 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 to reach out and ask questions... My God, you can make a huge life-changing difference. And honestly, not just for your kids. Because there's so many great professionals out there now. And like the therapies are getting better. The products are getting better. The services are getting better. But man, as a parent, like you're going to need some help too. Not like help like you can't cope and you're, you, know, you won't be able to go to work or your, your life's over. It's nothing like that. It's, it, it's kind of like a fist bump. Like you just need a little support. Like, you know, it's going to be cool. You're going to get through it. You know, I think that beginning stage is so scary, you know, and you are worried about having the label of being autistic. I mean, it, that word was scary to me 
you know. But then when you finally get di- when the kid finally gets diagnosed or the person whatever, um, and you you're able to get all those therapies, it is life changing for the child and the family. Like yeah. his therapies really really help us, and it's it's forming him to be who he can be. You know, without that, he wouldn't even be where he is right now. He would be. I, I, think don't, he, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe no. he wouldn't be talking. I don't know. There's like a level of clarity, and it took it took us a while to get... Well, we're still not fully there yet, and maybe never, but once you realize you're, you have done and are doing everything you can for your kid and your other kids, too, because we talk about they need support, too. During, this is very hard on them. But then you need to turn it to you and say, okay, I've taken care of the most important thing, the kids. Right. Now, what, am I gonna, what, about, what about me? How do I make sure that I'm also okay? Like, I'm not going to lose it or give up or kind of phone it in and think that life is not what, you know, you can't, you know, go and follow your dreams and really get a lot out of life. Because there are many in the special needs who give up. And I see why. I see why. But you don't have to. Like, I I see a lot of people who just give up. And we talk about it. We see them. We talk to them. Right. And it's like. Your confidence is gone. Your swagger is gone. Your motivation's gone. Your sense of adventure is gone. Your your wanting to live is gone. It's like, but you don't have to do that just because you live. You're a special needs family. Like you don't have to do it. I know it's it's a lot easier to, and I understand that. But you don't have to. Well, it might be easier just just to give up. But then it's like, if you're down, if you're all you know not confident and just down. How is that helping anyone? Yeah. You know what I mean? When you get to that place mentally and then physically, it's just bad. I think everything is better when you're positive and upbeat and moving forward. Yep. Like everything just goes better. Everything. You just sort of get in that zone. Things fall into place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But you just get up and you keep... We talked about it yesterday. It's the reps in the gym. It's those annoying little reps of doing something over and over and over. And that's actually where the big gains come from. Um yeah, you have to keep stacking to it. Kind of given, yeah, health and fitness uh, uh, perspective on it. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's 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 really interesting, you know. And we were talking with these people last night, and it's like, you know, because he was like, "Well, how did you guys get into this?" And you know, I mean, and they've heard about podcasts before, but um, not super familiar with with the the world and and of how po- podcasting works and, and everything, especially about autism. So you have like podcasting, which is like a smaller uh, niche. You know, and then you have autism, which is even like smaller niche, you know, so they were like, you know, how'd you get involved with that? And and so it's just been kind of cool to like meet people and talk to people uh, about the whole thing. But, you know, e- even in us sitting here talking about it, it's like, you know, you have to you really like when it comes to the swagger and the confidence and everything, it's right there for you to give up and blame this to say, well, I don't care about my health, you know, whether it's eating healthy or working out or you know, starting a business, um, you know, or, or whatever, all that is still on the table for you if you want it to be. This doesn't, ha- and I said even yesterday, this actually fine tunes a lot of skills for you. Like, I mean, my, my ability to like critically think has gotten so much sharper after, during this whole thing, this, what is this thing? Journey? I don't know. What journey. The, yeah. It is a journey. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's it's become like, like just the ability to, to patiently analyze something. I'm like, whoa! It's almost like a superpower. Like well, I, yeah, it I know makes you stronger in different areas. Yeah, and everybody's different, so that won't be the same for everybody. For me, that's how it's. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it's been kind of interesting. And as far as like getting diagnosed and the therapies and all that, it is really stressful and it is a lot of paperwork. But once you have all that set, 
then you're good to go, you know? Then it's like just the therapist doing their thing. Yeah, and that's when you, you start to get a little bit of your like, I, I mean, I know you really feel like this, you know, once we got it all done and then he sort of had like a set schedule, I mean, as normal as possible. Right. It's almost like you feel like you're in a routine. You're like, okay, cool. He's getting this today and he's getting that tomorrow. And then the next day he's going to have this and that, you know, and you're like, all right, like we're, we're getting there. We're moving. We're moving a, forward. Yeah. Like once you get into a rhythm, it's like anything else just feels good. You know, yeah, even it does if it's feel just good. him, you know, you're just like, okay, this feels good. Like we're, we're, we're doing, we're trying, you know? Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people on here on, on the podcast or on Facebook and stuff, they see moments of that aren't great, but he really is progressing. You know, yeah. he is speaking and he is saying, I don't know. He's probably saying five word sentences now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that was a year ago. Nobody was telling us that would ha- that might happen. Well, I even, mean, that was the goal. Yeah, even six months ago, it was only three word sentences. Yeah. Now he's probably up to five. Yeah. Yeah, so. and, and, you know, we have the full knowledge and understanding that that could, and, and there's a possibility that will regress, but then it can go back. And so you just, you have, and if you're, you have to be at peace with that, right? Like, it may take a little turn, because that happens a lot. Yeah. But then, like, Lola says, but that happens a lot, and then we work on it, and then it comes right back. And so you just have to... You have to, it, it's like playing tug of war, right? You, yeah. In the beginning, it's like they get a little and then you get the momentum back and they get a little and you get the momentum back, right? So it's Yeah, just, I thought like when you were talking about like push-pull, like. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's. Yeah. You know, you make some ground up and then you got to give up a little ground and you make some ground up and you got to give up a little ground. But at the end of it, you're, you're, you are, it, it, it's, um, it's a net positive at the end. You keep going ahead. They're just smaller steps. And sometimes though that they're met with, some backward steps. And you just have to be cool with that. Yeah. And we talked about like even that girl getting diagnosed, like getting, if she did need therapies, getting therapies now at her age would be not as, what is the word? Not as, not like, not like productive. You know what I mean? It's not going to do as much at an older age. So if you do have a kid that's diagnosed or you think your kid needs to be diagnosed, early intervention is the key. As early as possible for the therapies, they work better. Yeah, so somebody explained it to it because I know that that probably sounds weird to people. Um, and I'm sure some people will probably even be angry at that. <laughs> but it's true. So somebody explained it to us like this. It's like learning a foreign language. The younger you, When you're young, you can pick up a foreign language like that. Yes. The older you get, your brain just can't. It's just getting older. Right. So it's like anything else. It, it's to, to train somebody to do therapy, it's, it, it's tougher and tougher for the brain to respond. So... Yeah, it would be. I mean, I read the full Instagram post and she it, it was about New Year's Eve. She's like, this is me. It's New Year's Eve. Uh, and she said she was sitting there crying. She's like, I'm no longer social anymore. Uh, I have tons of anxiety and, and everything like that. She's like, but I'm tired of hiding it. And I just got diagnosed as autistic. So, wow. Um, yeah. And maybe so being social for her was something that really scared her that she struggled with, which it's kind of tough to be when you're on a reality television show (laughs) several seasons, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, active on Instagram. I'm sure she gets a lot of judgment, um, for whatever. And now she's going to get a ton more judgment and, Oh, and she's going to get, you know, some of the judgment she's going to get is, Oh, you know, this is what you, you're, you've lost your 15 minutes of fame. 
So this was your, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. There's some mean people out there, man. Yeah. I can just tell you right now, there are some mean people out there that are going to be coming for her. And, you know, and, and she's obviously been through stuff like that before. Well, but, I don't think doctors are just passing out autism diagnoses. <laughs> no, and actually. You know what I mean? No, I mean, it's a process. It is. And actually, you know, it's illegal. There was a lady who just got arrested not long ago. She went in and faked all this stuff. And I don't know. She, I don't know how she was getting money doing it, but she was. Wow. And I think she was using it to take a lot of time off of work or something. But they, she actually, she was fake flapping. Wow. Yeah. And That's they crazy. did this whole investigation and everything. And she got in huge trouble. So this isn't something that like, like, okay. Like if you want your dog to be a registered service dog, if you've got 40 bucks and an internet connection, you can have like a service dog registration in the mail tomorrow. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like those things really are becoming like whatever. Well, and you said people are going to be mad. I'm not trying to discourage people. So, I mean, if your kid's five, six, seven, eight, whatever, still get therapies, you know? And I would just get therapy anyways. I'm just saying if you're like 14, it's going to be different from when you're four. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying don't don't be discouraged. I'm just saying the earlier the better. Well, and I she, wouldn't hold off on it she, if you can get it. She at her age, I mean, you know, at 26, she's just she's going to need a different kind of therapy. And she may not need any therapy. And it might be a different kind of therapy. She oh, may yeah. not need OT. She obviously I would imagine is not going to need ABA. Right. You know, but maybe she needs to talk to somebody like a therapist. Maybe it's an emotion like you know, I Well, mean, you know what? His ABA therapist even talked to me about um, like family therapy, like talking to like a regular therapist um, because it's hard on the families yeah. and I'm not, and we're not getting it right now. And I do believe in therapy. Lolo, this, um, this is our therapy. Do you not listen to the podcast? <laughs> Lolo, this is, we are talking to she people. She does listen sometimes, I think. <laughs> no, but anyways, like it's hard on families. It's hard on siblings. And maybe our kids will one day talk to a therapist because a lot goes on that they see and stuff. But it is making them to be better people. Like you said, you have, you're stronger in areas because of it. Yeah, I think, but I do think that there is a wide open space for people who, the parents of special needs, to get specialized therapy, whatever that is for you. Like, I don't know what that is for you because it's so different. Like, it's so different for everybody. So, you know, if this was your first child and, you know, you have this what you thought was an amazing job and a great life. And this comes in and all of a sudden I say all the time, sometimes you wake up and you don't recognize your life. Well, maybe you need a different type of therapy than somebody with four kids who then has a special needs and was sort of already used to somewhat chaos, you know, like maybe they need a different kind of therapy because they got used to life with four kids that didn't have this. And now it affects like the ability for the other kids to play sports and do other activities and have friends over. I mean, we say all the time, we are no longer the sleepover house. And it's not because we don't want to be. It's because we can't handle other kids with, with Cal and he doesn't know these kids. And so that affects everybody differently. So, the, but the therapy has to reflect that also because it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And our kids hate that we don't do sleepovers. I know, like, but they hate it. Yeah. But I just, I cannot add another kid into my house. And plus, like, I don't know what Cal's going to do. Like, I don't know how today's going to be. Yeah. You know, so adding another kid in and sometimes he would maybe even be mad about it. Well, I put the kids friends in our car before and he gets mad. We also have a lot of gates that need to be closed and locked. We have locks on doors that need to be shut and locked outside doors by the pool, which need to be secured because he will go. And it's not fair to expect these other kids because this is not their life in their house. Right. Um, 
that they would do that. But we can't risk a tragic mistake. Because, no, especially with a pool. Yeah, because yeah. you know our kids won't have a sleepover. I mean, it's just yeah, it's you just not have happening. to weigh we that out, it. and that's an easy decision. So, but it does have effects on on the kids. So. That's why we really do try hard to get them in sport. I mean, we don't have to try. They love sports. They're competitive. But we, we do everything we can so that they can do all the sports they want to do. It truly has become their outlet. And thank God it's a healthy outlet. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's good. It really works out. It is good. All right. All right. How far are we in? Uh, uh, 28. But we got to go because oh, yeah. I got go to go to school. And uh, you've got clients today. Um, anyway, but anyway, met those really cool people last night. And what did did you say their names? Um, Beth and Greg. Yeah. Yes. And very uh, very nice. Super nice people. So Dodo's in the Bay Pines area. Dodo's Diner. We're gonna go check. That's our mission to go check it out because we're yep. just meeting all these great people. So we want to support them. 